Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to episode three of A Trip Down Burberry Lane. Uh, welcome back to my co-host, Dan Creasy. Good evening, all. And Chris Davis. Evening. And our guest this evening is uh, the fifth leading run scorer in club history since records began, with 2350s to his name, 900s, and a top score of 159. Captained the Sunday 11 to league victory in 2015 and now takes on his next challenge as the permanent second team captain for 2020. Dom O'Connell, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Good evening. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's been 2350s. 2350s is dominant, yeah. It is dominant. It is dominant. I was, I, you know, I was having a little look at his stats earlier as well, and he's the only guy who is in the top 10 best wicket-taking halls and uh, highest run scores in the club. Only guy to feature in both top 10. All if you play enough games, Chris, you, you always get in the top 10 of that list, you see. So it's... Chris, I don't want to burst your bubble, but <laughs> am I in there? You're not. You're not, you've not, there's, there's you 10, be- 10, oh, be- 10 better bowling figures. So, oh, by the performances. Performances, yeah. It's not all yeah, about that makes sense. sense. Mate, well, apparently, every now and again, that's true, yeah. Um, <laughs> right, usually at this stage, we all bounce on some news, but I don't think there's anything serious. Um, although Chris did uh, just bring up that, Dan, you've started Leeds and Broomfield Running Club. Do you want oh, to talk yeah. us through that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was one of the, as some of you may know, I'm a bit of an ideas man and uh, had a, just was having a barbecue and had an idea, why don't we set up like a, a competition running club where we can raise a bit of money for the uh, NHS, I meant. Um, and <laughs> and uh, yeah, we could have a bit of a competition just to kind of get the uh, competitive juices going amongst the players, anyone really involved with the club, because right now it's quite easy to do not a lot. Um, and it's quite hard to keep your shoes, uh, your running shoes on. So I find anyway. So I thought, why don't we come up with an idea to kind of make it a bit more, I don't know, uh, competitive? Yeah. So we've got yes. twelve people signed up this week, and we'll be running it every week. Getting contact. Tom, are you signed up? He left uh, right away. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was that was brilliant. I I, look, I looked at the group, joined it. Dan had written like an essay in terms of the rules and whatnot, and then straight <laughs> after that, Dom O'Connell has left the group. <laughs> Yeah, I, I try. I tried running last week, doing that um, run five, donate five, nominate five, and decided that I'm not going to be running anymore. So, a no-brainer. Yeah. How can you sign up, Dan? Oh, just get in contact. Get in contact with me uh, or anyone in, in the group. We've got twelve people. We've got twelve people running this week, and so far, I think we've made twenty-five quid for the club. So healthy. Do that week yeah. on week. That'll mount up pretty well. Exactly. Yeah. So if we if we do that for the next four weeks, it's a hundred pound for the club. That I don't know covers. I don't know something. Do you know what I mean? So it's better than nothing. Yeah. So, um, yeah she also point out there is prize money for the winner. Yeah, there right. is prize money for the winner because yeah, I feel like um, that is the incentive. That yeah. is the incentive to get out and run, but also there's money for the club. So yeah, so good idea. Why not? I've actually come yeah. up with another little kind of money idea, actually. I don't know why, I'd literally about half hour ago. Go on. Right. Duncan Ballantyne over here. The family shows on to keep the swearing to a minimum. Not sure. <laughs> Not sure <laughs> if um, you guys have seen one of these things before, but 
this might be just ridiculous, but why could the club not run like a virtual bingo night? Like it. And like a virtual bingo <laughs> night where everyone can be involved. I can be the host. I don't mind that. Basically, I found like a, I found a site where you can buy a hundred bingo cards. Right? <laughs> So I have to pay for the bingo cards. I then basically <laughs> distribute the bingo cards and just whack a massive Zoom call up. Everyone who's associated with the club can just sign on. Work out a way of buying the bingo card or how that happens, but I'm sure we can make it happen. Bingo and, night. And, yeah, and basically have the leads. LBCC. Right. I like it. I really like it. Yeah, good. You could go literally. I don't know what everyone wants. Like even if it was just like if we got like fifty people signed up from the club i mean you literally have to do nothing other than just look at your phone and have a drink i'll be there probably wearing a suit rolling the combola <laughs> like, and we'll just and we'll just go what ten or a ticket or something and just see if we can make as much money for the club i mean nhs yeah. <laughs> what, what we could do we could do half the club half to uh, a cause that the committee can um can nominate brilliant so can nominate for the club my worry is how much margin are you putting on those uh, those bingo cards, Dan, for well, yourself? What's your so, admin fee? I haven't actually thoroughly looked into it. I was just kind of scrolling through it about half hour ago, and uh, yeah, there is an a- there is an actual guy who actually sells you the bingo cards. You can buy them in like one hundred, three hundred, or five hundred bingo cards, depending on the size, and you could literally just run your own bingo session as a fundraiser for Leeds and Brookfield Creek Club. I mean, if the people want it, I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you on that, I think, Dan. Uh, Domo, what you've been doing, keep yourself busy during this lockdown before we get too hung up on this video. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been uh, playing a lot of poker. We actually had a little Leeds and Broomfield poker night um, the other day that um, one of your hosts took home, took home the money. That was quite a good, good evening. I think Dan organised that didn't as well, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yeah. yeah no, ideas, it's good. Man. Ideas, man. That's good. Yeah, I've been playing a bit of poker. Um, just trying to sort of like keep keep sane, do playing a bit of FIFA, playing a bit of football manager. Uh, me but, and you in the final when it's on. It was me and you in the final. Yeah, I did did win some money back, which was which was good. But I think you had me uh, uh, yeah. for the for the win. I've got an, I've got I've got a question for you, Dom. But go on. Just 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 in terms of what you've been up to. I mean, it's been rumoured that five G. Is, is is causing a lot of issues at the moment. Um, is that giving you, yourself any grief? Are you having to lie low at the moment, or <laughs> no? It's a <laughs> it's a bit of a prevalent issue at work from a PR perspective, but um, it's it's not really taken seriously in in any quarters. Um, some of our sites have been set on fire, but but other than that, it's kind of been. A, uh, yeah, I've told I've told Asbo, but he won't let it go. <laughs> No, oh, well, it was what can you do? What can you do? I mean, uh, stupid is stupid. So, no, no, it's it's been it's been fine, really. It's been business as usual, uh, generally speaking. But people will find anything to have a conspiracy theory about when you've got COVID nineteen. So, whatever, let people have their opinions. How's everyone coping with this? I'm having a bad day today. Hey, yeah, what was that? Yeah, done? I don't know. I'm up and down. Like today's a bad day. Just, um, I'm over it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Some like, days I think... I'm alright. Some days I'm busy. I'm like, I can. I'm quite happy today. I'm low. Yeah, I'm sort of character. I feel like I need to bounce, um, like bounce my thoughts off other people and 
Mm. Like usually, I'm just sort of sitting there staring at the same wall day in day out. So it's uh, I know what you mean. Mm. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to say, especially yeah. when uh, we should be playing cricket. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll get my Sorry, you've both gone over each other there. Yeah, go on, Dom. I was going to say, save it for the Dear Deirdre podcast, I think. <laughs> All right, very good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dominic. Um, right, let's uh, let's move on to the official business of the podcast. Um, Dominic, would you like to give us a little introduction to yourself, basically? We've introduced you. How do you see yourself within the, your cricketing history at the club? Yeah, well, I, I joined Leeds of Broomfield uh, back kind of in quite the early days from our perspective, I suppose. It would have been, uh, again, I think Chris mentioned on uh, on your first podcast that it was the amalgamation of Harrison and Leeds and Broomfield at a junior level uh, with uh, John Higgs running the show, um, which hmm. uh, culminated in maybe... 10 to 15 of us of similar age coming through uh, the same teams at junior level uh, between under 13s and under 17s, uh, where we had uh, a lot of success, especially locally against teams like Linton, uh, who were strong as well. So that was good for competition. Uh, And what it did do is it led to us all playing men's cricket at a very young age. Um, Perhaps I think my debut was when I was maybe 12 years old playing in uh, a team captain by Jason Tharp. Yeah, um, Tharp. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and he wouldn't hide. He wouldn't hide you uh, like you were just filling up the numbers. You know, I think I bowled first change behind Dave Ratton up the hill, and that was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I think he tied them down, and, and maybe he just got a wicket like the end of his spell. So I was bowling at maybe two new batsmen when I was. So Jason, you know, you brought brought me on at the right time. And managed my overs and whatnot. Got a bit of a bat, I think, at number eight or, or whatever. But uh, the team is completely unrecognisable to what it was, to what it is now. And I mean, that was that was you know that was eighteen years ago or whatever now. So that's that's crazy, isn't it? When you think about it. Um, by the time it's all said and done, us us four uh, are going to have you know racked up hundreds and hundreds of appearances for this club. And I, I absolutely. Love the ground that we play at. Um, I think Chris alluded to before on, on the podcast that he did as well, that it's just really helped us being very close and um, we get behind each other. We love drinking and going out together. And I think that's, that's, that's always been really positive. There's never really been any infighting within the team or any cliques between the team. Everyone's been really open and uh, honest about yeah. um, <clears throat> the way they go about the, the, the cricket. And I think that that's why we're such a strong club now. And now you steer the ship. With the twos, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, the opportunity arose um, last year, um, maybe midway through the season. Um, we'd had um, a little bit uh, of difficulties, I think, in, in trying to get the same eleven out every week, and there were selection problems, and uh, perhaps people weren't weren't enjoying their cricket as as much anymore, given um, the fractured nature of selection. So, I think. Um, we were really able to get around that in the middle of the season with the selection committee, which has really helped um, to try and to try and sort of get a consistent eleven out, which we did towards the end of the year, and we won a few games, and morale started to um, go up again as we have avoided relegation. I mean, going down from that division for a, a club of our talent pool at that level would have been really bad. So, to avoid relegation was good, um, and and this year I'm I'm really going to approach it um, from a fresh aspect, I think, um, and just try and get. 
uh, as many people as possible involved um, in terms of wanting to play. And then obviously we need to um, try and pick a, a, a consistent team around a solid squad of 15, 16, rather than a squad of, you know, we've, we've had people coming out of the doldrums who haven't played cricket for 10 years, just as a favour. We want, we want less of that, I think, and more of a squad that we can pick from. So no, I am, I am excited about it. I know it's only half a season, but um with that short season, I think it even gives us a better chance to go up if we can get a strong team out every yeah. game rather than maybe yeah, when we're a bit fractured with exams and university and stuff. Now we've got a real opportunity to pick a strong team every week and go up. That's it. I think with a lot of the big events falling off the calendar as well, availability should be fairly strong this year. I think I certainly in the first team, you as well. You sort of look at it as first win your first three games and suddenly you're really, really peaking at you're not far away from from promotion at all. It's four games away, basically. Um, yeah. But yeah, if we uh, if we move on from that, I, a question that comes from me there is, I think all of us in this current podcast recording have at one point and for one reason or another had a break away from cricket. I know Domo a couple of years ago, you had a year off. I had a couple of years away. Dan, you were swanning around the world for a while. What did your break do for you? Um. We're looking at the stats. I think I I look earlier about the, the games that I played. I, I had a game, I had a season where I only played four games, but um, it, a lot of it came around um, having this ACL injury. I mean, since this injury in two thousand and ten, I think it was I, I barely bowled overs. So I think mm. it was more to have the surgery and get right rather than anything that. I think psychologically it helped to take some time out, but I think it's it, the worst seasons the way you play Saturday and Sunday every week. And you just don't get away from it at all. Your whole weekend is cricket. So it's just managing it really. Uh, and I think in the last few years, I've just kind of played one day a week and it's been, it's been yeah. all right. Um, so what about, what about you, you lot? Um, what, what's kind of been, um, what's kind of been the benefits of taking time out? Uh, I think I learned a lot, but I think my, for me personally, like the the time I spent, I was obviously still playing cricket. Although 2018, I even played probably four or five games with my knee injury as well. Um, I was able to learn a lot at Seven Oaks and talk to people and sort of gain a lot of experience. But I know, Chris, you were a sort of injury force, weren't you? Yeah, I, I missed. A, I broke my leg, uh, so I missed a whole year. I think that was about 2012, around that sort of time, maybe 2011. Um, yeah, I, I I just stayed away. I, I can't I can't watch to be honest I struggle to watch so I I, I barely went up the ground for a year because yeah mm. I, I just yeah just thought I'd get away from it otherwise you're otherwise you're sitting there just wanting to be out there tormenting yeah. yourself I think that, yeah. that's me and you Chris that's kind of my dream scenario is when like I've got uh, the opportunity to sit and watch my friends play in the afternoon maybe have a couple of beers and the sun's out. That's kind of like, I, I enjoy that. I find that really therapeutic when, you know, I think you're different where you want to be in the thick of it and uh, driving forward the the boys in like every scenario. That's, I think that's a different kind of personality trait. Yeah. That's a good observation to be fair. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I was thinking would I, would that still be the same now? Um, and I think if I, if I break my leg now before hopefully we play nine games this season, it'd be, it'd be the same, it'd be really tough to watch. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd really struggle. I think. Because oh, yeah, I think. But I've oh, gone. I'm completely opposite. I, 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 our season is so short anyway. I just, 
I, I feel like I just need at the end of the season, I probably yeah, like a month off or so because it does. There is it is a lot, especially with if people are coaching or you've, you're working with juniors or whatever you're doing. But yeah, it's just our season is just so short, and next thing you know, it's just over. So I just can't wait to as soon as the season comes round, I can't wait to just play as many games or do as much as possible. Really, I mean, when I was when I was in Australia, and it was yeah, you you you. You, the season is a lot longer. It's almost like I think it's about seven, eight months long um, from like when you kind of start pre-season to end. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And you just, um, yeah. Even then, I was just, uh, yeah, that it, that got enough. But just our season just so short. It comes and goes. And now with this just reduced season, it's going to be really difficult. And I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, well, I'm really hoping everyone's eager to go as soon as, um, as soon as we can. Yeah, certainly for the talk of it, I think it's the. Uh... Just making everyone grow more keen, as far as I can tell. Um, move on and get on to the official questions. Dominic, do you want to lead us in with your favourite moment or game from a team perspective? <laughs> I actually looked at quite a few games for this answer when you first sort of posed the question to me earlier. Um, there was kind of the um, game where Sam Adrian Sampson, a club legend, I think we're desperate to get him on yeah. the podcast at some point, or you, you lot are desperate to get him on. Uh, Don't you worry, boys. <laughs> it was a game against High House, though, away, and it was really fun. They elected to bat on a road, and all of their players, when they took guard, would take like two minutes over it. They'd, like, they'd mark like, stump, off stump, middle. The montage. Go down the pitch, tap the pitch three times, walk to square leg. Yawn and like a yoga stretch and a deep breath, and then they come back. Adrian Samson like miss three balls and then get bowled. And I was like, "What? What is going on?" It's absolutely eight for twenty-two. We won by eight wickets. Although that doesn't actually—that's not actually my answer. My my answer to my favourite game or individual moment during a game was last year. So to set the scene, this is my first ever men's. Uh, Saturday 11 captaining game so I've just taken over mm-hmm. the reins I was pretty nervous actually even though it was a second 11 game against kind of bottom of the league but you think if you lose that debut there's yeah. no real coming back is there so I was quite nervous yeah. and um, we won the toss bit of a bit of a green pitch and we had a bowl first and I've been telling Leeds uh, I, 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 I know where this is going hill in <laughs> South London yeah on this recreation ground horrible oh. horrible ground um, so I've been telling yeah. Fred all week I'm going to open the bowling view I'm going to sneak one through with the new ball uh, yeah. <laughs> why were you sneaking one through yeah I'm up for it and I'm like okay get to the get to sort of the morning of the game and I meet Fred quite early doors at the ground I said to him you still off bowling he's like yeah, yeah, yeah just just give me the ball anyway um, so um, you know we've won the toss and um, everyone's getting changed in the change room and, and Martin's just like uh, oh yeah, yeah it's going to do a bit today it's going to do a bit today so I get one in the huddle and I'm like do I do it or do I not I'm like no you've got to follow through but now so I chuck the ball to Fred Fred you're opening the bowling get a few sort of dodgy looks around the huddle <laughs> <laughs> first ball of the inning their lads um, he's, he's scored a few at our place I think as well he got 40 odd and I thought okay let's you know See what City does in the first over. First ball was on a, on a length. Decent delivery for Fred, to be fair. Guys put it 25 yards over the mid-on boundary. <laughs> it absolutely miles. It's um, six for no wicket of one ball. I look at Fred. He looks at me and just sort of <laughs> shrugs. Like, 
gestures. Was he wearing the? Was he wearing? He the was wearing the snipers, I believe. Yeah, it was quite an overcast day, but he's still wearing the speed dealers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it gives me a shrug. So I said, "I'm like, no worries, mate. Keep going." So, second ball, same shot, bold. I have lost my mind. I have absolutely. Fred's <laughs> just standing there, just, just you know, twiddling his finger in the air. Uh, it's all part of the plan. All part of the plan. All part of the plan. Unbelievable yeah. scenes, and and he should have had another weekend over as well. There was a plum LBW there, umpire didn't give, so that would have been six for two for the first over. Have a blow there, Fred. Well, bold mate. Uh, and bold up, bold up for hundred and two in one yeah. play eight wickets, so ended up being a pretty good day Love having. It. All week, I was going to see one through, and I did, and you got a wicket, so it was fantastic. Will we be seeing more of this uh, this uh, this tactic? This uh, we did try it again actually uh, later on in the season, but I it was Josh Robbins bowling, and I think he completely misheard. Jesus. He completely misheard the plan because he bowled it seam up, so it didn't really work. <laughs> 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 To be fair, Robbo came back on and bowled quite well at the death simply because I didn't have anybody else to bowl in the team. So, um, yeah. To be fair, wet wicket, wet wicket, Fred with a few tweakers, you, you don't yeah, know what he's going to do. It's good. First ball of the game. It's a good it's idea. Good yeah. No opener wants to walk out and face a sort of loopy, underwhelming Taj off spinner. Slightly overweight. <laughs> off, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. The sort of Lost giggly well. mess. Yeah. Yeah, it would certainly not be my cup of tea. Chris, I'd imagine that's not up your alley, is it? Oh, tell you what, I'd I'd rather face Brett (laughs) 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 Genuinely. Because you don't you you don't know what you don't know you know, he deserves to be smacked over long on, but yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is where I need to start you, playing. You got like, out then, yeah, you? I need to start playing like Jason Roy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, oh, yeah, right, great, great moment that. Right, we'll um, we'll knock you off the high, and we'll go into your worst moment or game in a Leeds Murrayfield. Uh, yeah, so 2016, um, away to Sidcup. Uh, it's a oh, <laughs> boiling hot day. Um, come back with with DJ <laughs> at the other end. Um, he says, he says to me, yeah, he's, he's, he's all right. He's just uh, he's just putting it on a length and seaming it away a bit. And I was like, oh, he sounds better than a bit all right, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this is their overseas player, uh, Mohamed Nazir Shinwari. I think he's um, he has a different name as well that's probably not um, repeatable in this podcast uh, with his Sydney Thunder helmet that he previously wore. Ah, yeah, his Sydney Thunder helmet. Sydney yeah. Thunder helmet, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's got some sort of Sydney Thunder appearance or something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he's he's bowling he's bowling quite rapidly, and um, I I haven't played in a few weeks. I think I, I can't remember. I've been away at what, this that, and the other. And um, first ball, uh, didn't see it. Played and missed. Uh, like the keepers, like laughing at me. Gully's laughing at me. He's just like, well, ball, ball. That next ball, same result. I think third ball, the keeper then dropped me. Nicking uh, away. <laughs> next. Yeah. Never Next one, played and missed again. <laughs> and the gully just says to me, Jesus Christ, mate, you're the worst number five in the league. And I, t- and I turned around and went, I know. <laughs> 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 Try and laugh at all. Oh, that, 
some some sledges are like gutty, but they do get to you. I remember I had one at Seven Oaks. Um, I think it was against Lordswood, or yeah, I think it was Lordswood in my first year there. I've walked out of life. I've walked out four actually. I've got my Scott School the week four, and um, I've sort of nervously prodded away this left arm spinner for a couple of balls, but I'm not in, and like it's awkward pace, and he's obviously a good bowler. And uh, their gully, who I think was Lyndon Lockhart, says to me, my word, mate, you're batting at least two spots and two divisions <laughs> too high. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably am, mate. <laughs> it's pretty chilling, that. Do you want you out next month? Don, there's more to your well, story, yeah, isn't there? We often told the Lyndon <laughs> Lockhart story. I haven't even got to the punchline of my story yet. <laughs> yeah, go on. Go on, go on. Anyway, go on. Um, I think two balls later into his next over, I think I got off the mark against him and got a single, but I was up facing him again. Um, he bowls a leg stump Yorker, which like absolutely clatters into leg stump and um, goes for four to, to fine leg in between fine leg and the keeper. And um, I've walked off thinking, yeah, too good for me, to be fair. Like, that was a pretty good nut. And I got must I must have got fifty yards like away from the pitch. Like I was literally taking my gloves off, and everyone's pointing at me. I'm like, "What? What, what are you on about?" And uh, umpire's got his arm out. No ball. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to walk all the way back, um, having walked most of the field. Quite relieved to be fair, because I literally couldn't hit the guy off the square. And I was thinking, I'm, you know, I'm being humiliated here. He's he sort of ended the pain, but um, yeah, ended ended up going back. And the, the gully who called me the worst number five of the league is still laughing at me. And you just think, why do we play? Why do we play this game? But you know, I got I got a few I got a few runs after that. I hit Ian Crust through the covers before, and I was starting to feel quite good. Yeah, I started thinking, you know, me and Dan are putting on a decent partnership here. We could, uh, I mean, we lost this game pretty narrowly in the end, so you know, we actually could have got over the line. But I remember just getting out some really, to some really nondescript off spinner and thinking, yeah, that's that's cricket, isn't it? You get through the hard bit and you get out to that. And uh, yeah, that was that was that was not mm. a good not a good day individually. Just just for everything that that went on around it. <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine that's not ideal for you. Um, your favourite individual performance then. From oh, this is the easiest question um, you sent me. Uh, it's 2013. I actually went about looking looking up the scorecard this afternoon when um, preparing for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, old William Sony in second 11, 54 all out. Knee seven for 26. Uh, and then Leeds oh, Broomfield 55 for one. Me 36 not out. So the game finished at 2:30. I'd taken seven for 26 and got. Two thirds of the run. So I won a game of cricket on my own in 2013. So that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Literally on your own as well. It is a team sport within an individual sport. And certainly a better day than the the aforementioned. So those those are the figures that are they've got Dom in the top ten bowling. Yeah, I bet they are. Yeah. yeah. Who else in the top ten what? bowling? Uh, and. Don't remember the rest of them. <laughs> no, I, I do because I checked this mm. earlier, Chris. There's um, Sam Smith's got seven for eighteen. Um, yeah, Richard Turner. Richard Turner's got, got a six for something, but it wasn't the best. Uh, Adrian Sampson obviously got eight for twenty-two or whatever it was. What was the best six? Uh, for? Six for six, Dan Creasy. Yeah. Um, 
And oh. did it happen? Avoid that. Yeah. Nobody, nobody knows of this happening. Like nobody was there. We've got no proof. This was like, brought up in the first episode. This was brought up in the first episode. Oh, no, second episode. It got edited out. Was it first or second? Oh, I, I don't you know. This is, get, this is getting taken out. <laughs> <laughs> but D- Dibbon's in there as well, isn't he? he, he he's got a few. Yeah, I think he's, I think got, he's got uh, a six foot, but not a seven foot. Uh, Matt Mustill's got a seven foot. Good little bowler. I wonder if any, I wonder if anyone at Leeds has ever got more than an eight for because obviously this is since two. Yeah, this is play cricket yeah. era. Sammy will have a story. Yeah, Sammy got eleven wickets once. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Um, well, where were we? I've lost it. Um, that was your. What was that, Dom? That was your best individual. Yeah. So the, the one question, um, right? There was one so more question again? after that, I think, wasn't there? Uh, best pub sesh or moment? Oh, Basically, any moment. Oh, I've got ship. worst team moment, but I like that question better, actually. Um, best, best pub yeah, moment was... Um, so, uh, I think we'd um, we'd rocked up to Catford Wanderers away to play the last league game of the season in the first 11. I think we needed a draw to win the league or go up. And Catford Wanderers needed the same to avoid relegation. So it became evident when we got there that they left the covers off and the pitch was absolutely <laughs> soaked. And the game called off in about an hour and both teams, like all 22 players, just got <laughs> faced in their clubhouse. Uh, <laughs> their opening batsman, I remember, was like lying on the floor, like in a coma. That was a great day. So what it was, they, they, we were promoted, but we needed a draw to be champions. And they need, they were second and needed a draw to be promoted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even and even, Deal, be- even yeah. better was that it meant Harville finished third. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely got to the pit. So yeah, they basically we... put a hose on it the night before. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous that day. Was it, the, slide, you... the knee slides on the outfield after a few, uh, few cuts of grass. Was it 31 Love degrees? It. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a drought. On. <laughs> yeah, it was a drought. <laughs> Love to see it. Yeah, that is phenomenal. <laughs> That's great, Dave. Do you remember that night out? Where was? Did we all head back to the pub? We busted that, wasn't we? Yeah, we got a coach, didn't we? I had the minibus and crates and everything. <laughs> yeah, sorted out a minibus for our victory lap at Catford. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a mini bus to go and not play cricket and, and just it. get drunk all day fantastic <laughs> <laughs> that is your dream day I'm not surprised that is that <laughs> I'm not surprised that's enough you do have a famously good record against uh, Catford though particularly Mr Ford yeah just got to get on that front dog don't you Max <laughs> no <laughs> I ran away from him kept inside edging him through Square leg and then get bowled every time, basically. Actually that was how forward. I decided to play. Yeah, do you know? You rate, I, I smacked him around a few times. Um, you rated him, didn't you, Dominic? Ashley Ford. He's a good player. Yeah, I always remember, oh, Ashley Ford. You'd always bring up Ashley <laughs> Ford. <laughs> <laughs> you got four get Absolutely love him. <laughs> that sounds like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got me out a few times. Didn't like playing him. He had funky action. He sort of bowled from his left ear, even though he was a right arm, right arm yeah. bowler. 
He's the bowler too short, didn't he? He's bowled quite short all the time. You think about the right, well, right guy. Well, not short enough for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite short. I ended up, <laughs> yeah, I ended up trying to pull loads of his balls and just, as I say, bottom edging it through like fine leg and he's a bit skiddy. I don't know. Yeah. I just didn't didn't go on with it. Um. So what what was your worst team moment, Dom? I know we just skip past that. Let's do that. Uh, worst team moment. I got um Broadstairs away. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I think just like it really shook our season because although we may have lost that game, mm. um, for a bit of context for the listener, saying Broadstairs away probably doesn't mean anything, but um, mm. we we were, we were playing away at Broadstairs who had uh, a fairly useful opening partnership um, in the first 11. Uh, Adrian Samson came on to bowl for about 60 for no wicket. Uh, I can't remember who was captain at the time. Uh, set a fairly ambitious field. <laughs> Chris, I think. Yeah, yours, yours truly. Set a fairly <laughs> ambitious field with uh, Max Aitken at short uh, leg to Adrian Samson's bowling where he deliberately, or bowled deliveries to get hit for four so he can get the field that he wants. Um, to be fair to Chris, he didn't actually put me at short leg. He put me at like shortish mid wicket, and I just kept stepping in ball by ball. Yeah, I think the guy was, he was struggling a little bit, wasn't he? He wasn't really. Yeah. he wasn't he chipping it. it around a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't yeah. He kept he, knock, he knocked a couple that over just short of me, and I took a step in and a step in, and then with the last ball of the over, it was like, right, I am too close now, but it's the last ball of the over. I'll get a helmet in the next over, and yeah. um, in came a slightly over pitched delivery, and that was the last thing I remember for a few few hours I can remember yeah. the sound of it in your face mate oh. I was at deep I was at I was at deep mid on or deep mid off anyway I'm right in front of the pavilion and yeah. I heard it uh, honestly it was ridiculous one of their uh, one of their players came up behind me and just tapped the shoulders should I get an ice <laughs> I went no call an ambulance <laughs> yeah so so, um, yeah, obviously, that was really harrowing that that moment. And as a team, I think we were really shook by it. Mm. And, um, yeah, mm. you getting carted off to, to hospital, and you think these head injuries, and you see like the Phil Hughes thing and everything, you get really worried. You think, Christ, like, and mm. I don't know, I, yeah. I didn't really, I, I, I remember that going into that season really full of optimism. and like I, I was batting like really well, but I never, I never really like uh, carried on uh, my early season form from pre-season and that. I got run out in the first two games once by Dan. Cheers, Dan. Um, but I was, I was feeling really good about the season, <laughs> and then it just kind of got deflated by that moment. And everyone was kind of down. We lost Max for about a month. I think we won. We did all right. We didn't lose all the game. No, I played play the next day. I think I played the next week. I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think. I think. Uh, to to be fair, Max, you did bounce back. I, I, I think you even were talking about. I think you were probably a bit concussed coming back to bat out the day because. Yeah, we, I did we, try and come back. We we were all, <laughs> we were all shaken, and um, they ended up. It was a road. They ended up getting about. So obviously we had ten players for most of it. They ended up getting probably about two eighty. They got two eighty six to five. Yeah, I've got the scorecard. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then I think. Yeah, he did. I think the guy, the, both of them, I think. And then we, yeah. we, we thought, right, we'll just have a, we'll have a go, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see where we get to. I think we, I think we were, we were doing all right, me, Macca, and and George. And I remember George got caught on the boundary, like 
ridiculous catch. And then, uh, then we decided, right, that we're probably not going to get it. Let's, let's try and bat out for Max. And they they threw everything at us, kitchen sink. That's and, decent spinner. Yeah, decent spinner. And we ended oh, up. Sorry, sorry. We yeah. ended up. Yeah, and we and we ended up right. we ended up batting it out for Max, and we. You know, I think I think that that guts is still there. I remember Dom Smith. I think he got. I don't know if he's on there, Dom. He got two two not out of or two. He batted something like seventy. He, balls, he got five off forty six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think I batted yeah. him for a while. It was hot. Yeah, it was really hot. It was roasting. This is this was in May in the field all day, running May, around. You know, but it down. was really warm. Yeah, I remember. It was second hot. game of the season. I remember the week before we. Played, we played them at home because that was like our spare game, and we got rained off when they were eight down. We should have oh. been, we'd have had them, um, and like we were gutted that we didn't get it over the line to to be a win. But I think rain or bad light or something just called yeah, it when but, they were eight down. Exactly. My, my uh, point regarding the question yeah. is that if we'd won that first game and then you'd not maybe had that injury, yeah. we could have really done this that season. Up, I, yeah. I just remember my season just completely capitulated after that game. And as a team, I don't think we really yeah. recovered. Um, just, you know, we, we'd, we'd drawn or had an incomplete and we'd, then we'd um, drawn that game. But we could have had a win and maybe another win. Because as Chris saying, we were going we were going really well in the chase. 71 for one we were, 15 with George, obviously getting caught on the boundary. And after your mm. yeah, your injury mm. and that, I, I, I just felt that from, from my perspective, our season tailed off a bit after that. And that was kind of the lowest ebb I can remember as a team. Well, yeah, it was a pretty, yeah, it was like you said, it was a bit, it was very harrowing. And also, like, it kind of like put things in perspective because we're all kind of then, you're a bit shaken up and you're thinking, mate, if that hits you three inches higher, do you know what I mean? Yeah. On the back of the head, like, it could have been very, very severe. We lose, lose an eye or. Yeah, so and it just made puts kind of put things in perspective a little bit, didn't it? Like, right, but then yeah, I think, like, where it hit me massively. Yeah, that fight definitely came back out at the back end of the day, but it was, yeah, we had a couple of games that year which like real memorable ones. I remember Sid Cup that year at home, I think it was with Neil bowling his 15 over spell. Oh. We took five for 50 or something. Mm, That's very good, right? Like, we're never good. I'm never going to be like the interviewee, but if I was to have to pick like the highest team moment, it would be that, that yeah. game for me. Yeah. Um, I remember just seeing Neil like an absolute beetroot and it wasn't at the peak of his physical fitness. And he just kept trudging his way back to his run up. It was about, it start, it's usually a long time between run ups anyway, but he was stretching it out at this stage and he just kept letting them go, kept letting them go. And yeah, I've never seen anything like it basically. And that was like, yeah, a few weeks later it was probably the highest point I've had in the cricket field after mm. after the low. Um, but yeah, no, let's go on. Um, right, let's have a bit of fun now with your dream six aside, don't I? Right, I, I've approached this quite differently to perhaps previous podcasts. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, podcast attendees. So yeah, um, I've approached this. I've kind of had the. I don't know. I've been obviously stuck inside all this time. I think that I've kind of been dreaming about this like scenario of a day where I'm having the best time ever at a six aside tournament with my mates. So I basically picked a team yeah. to get drunk with all day and just, <laughs> just like have ridiculous <clears throat> chat. And just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether we're winning or losing this. It's just like a massive sesh. 
Um, so to introduce my yeah, team, I've got it. coach Dom Smith. So I want Dom <laughs> sitting there in his like true beam hat all day, uh, just like <laughs> bottle of rose. Yeah, rose. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, just you know, giving Ooh. us advice for every game, uh, talking about batting orders and whatnot. I've got me as captain. Um, nice. Yeah, I think that you know, I, if I if I bowl if I bowl some crap balls that go for runs the people in the team will just kind of laugh about it so that will be that'll be good uh I've got michael shelton yeah just yeah because, well, like, yeah, yeah. He, he'll have 13 points and go home in a taxi so that'll be <laughs> <laughs> michael shelton uh number two i've got um yeah. i've got justin hubbard uh, just because I don't think yeah, he's got yeah. enough of a mention on the podcast so far, and love Justin Harvard. I think he he have a great day. He bring his debt chair and have his have his dodgy sunglasses on, uh, enjoying the few. <laughs> just touching on Justin, has anyone seen his? Just I don't know, I'm telling you about Justin Hubbard is quick at running. Yeah, he's the slowest fielder, but his Strava numbers are insane. He's just running. He's running under four kilometers an hour. Um, oh, four minutes of. Per kilometre. Four minutes long, a kilometre. Yeah. That's absurd, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's very fast. Right, yeah. Get him on a cricket field. It looks like he's running sand. <laughs> he does as well. Anyway, he really sorry, does. Donna. Sorry, Donna, back to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so J-Hub. Yeah, so uh, I've got... I thought I better have a couple of players who just twat the ball out of the ground just because we're playing six aside. So I've got George Davis and Monty. Um, also because they'll commit to the, yeah. the day's theme of... Turning up in like swimming trunks with <laughs> aviators and getting drunk all day, so that's G Dab and Monty, and uh, sp- and with the speed dealers coming in to sneak one through Fred Roberts at number six. So I oh, think I think it's a good side. Day, yeah. yeah, I think I, think I might have to offer to drive the minibus there. Yeah, <laughs> can we um can we send that six or seven with Dom to Seven Oaks this summer? Yeah, six, six <laughs> yeah I think we could. Under Mont- it's under Monty's captaincy traditionally, but um, I'm sure you can have it this year if you want yeah. it. Donna. That's <laughs> the six aside team Make I want. I, I don't care about um, I don't care about the result of the day. I, I just want it to be uh, you know as, as much fun as possible. Yeah. And I think that I, I can imagine a bouncy castle being there <laughs> and people absolute carnage. Uh, that's what I want. Make it a good day, mate, because it'll probably be last. <laughs> 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 That yeah, what a day that! I can't even imagine. I don't think you'd turn up for your last game. I think you'd throw it. <laughs> yeah, get to the final. Give it to them. Yeah, if you yeah, made it to the final, but just no, nah, we've lost two of them. Yeah, yeah. George and Monty have been missing for two hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you sent Fred to go looking, and he's gone. He's gone missing as well. Yeah, Jace. Justin Hubbard yeah. just networking, just in the, in the bar, just getting he's, a no-run. He's, he's trying to call against his teammates at the Vine. Yeah, perfect. Or the moat, whatever. Yeah, Shelt's just walking around with his top off. He's a very yeah. white man with his top off, I imagine. You see his yeah. heart beating like a baby fish. And by the hair. Yeah. Justin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, just Dom's almost secret hugging people, like. just random people, just putting his arm around them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Definitely, yeah. Great. So that's my sixth team. Yeah, yeah that's uh, wow, that's what's... non-negotiable as well. That's the team we're taking to seven eight. Uh, 
What was the sixth yeah, player again? Got... What was the sixth player? Coach Dom Smith. So, Coach Dom Smith. Go on, Me, you Captain, go. Mike Rochelle and Justin Hubbard, George Davis, Monty McKagan, Fred Roberts. Coach Dom Smith. But oh, coach, also, uh, also, you got to remember Fred's in the six, so you'd probably do it <laughs> in case he's, you know. <laughs> yeah, you always want backup. <laughs> he's not turning up to this. Dad, is he? <laughs> it might have to work. When he just stops answering his phone half an hour before kickoff. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just, you just, you, you call him. You hear the tombola right? <laughs> 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 Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> Second cousin barbecue. Sorry, boy. <laughs> oh, that is yeah. Wow, I can't even. I just want to be there. I'll, I'll, I'm taking up some sort of voluntary role there. What maybe, that is. maybe we'll Domo. Do Domo. If, they, if they get that tournament out, we're gonna to have to do our best to get those guys together. I think because everyone's got a bit of spare holiday now. Well, to be honest with you, I think like you can use these times, this time right now, to kind of really start coming up with ideas and. I think Domo, you would be perfect for this. And what a way to make money for the club slash the NHS. <laughs> that when we that when that when we do <laughs> when we do get back out there, why don't you just run a lead six aside? Could do yeah. at the club. <laughs> You're in your element there, but you don't. You don't. I suppose you don't want the the pressure of actually having to run it. You just want to rock up. Yeah, you? this is it. I mean, the whole the whole day is based around. Not a lot of effort being put in, I think, and very little responsibility other than exactly. turning up at eleven o'clock in the morning for the first game. So, no, I think it's a good idea though, Dan. It's, it's another one of your, um, um, yeah, Duncan Bannatyne ideas when you yeah. go out there. Yeah. yeah, where are you, Domo? Where are you picturing this six side being held? I've got this, the vine in my head, but Dan had uh, the yeah, moat when he was I doing it. Have you got a specific in my head, the bouncy castle over in the big sort of open space next to the nets. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ice cream oh, van, big, big ice cream van, yeah, yeah. Like sort of to the to the right <laughs> of the bowler's arm, to the right of the pavilion, yeah, perfect. Ice cream van set up on yeah, the hill, yeah, yeah. lovely. Also, you straight in the mater from there. Sorry, you you're straight in the town. Oh, absolutely, there, I've got I've got oh, the gosh, light yeah. in mind as well when I'm picking the seven. So yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you're within about an eight minute walk of Lashings there, aren't you? Yeah, the moat definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'd, 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 God, we'll have to get in touch with them. See if they can put it on. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, that's 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 position A for six aside so far, I must say. Um, let's move on, though. Sadly, as much as I could probably reminisce on that, we'll uh, we'll get the things moving. Twenty twenty, Dom. What does it look like for you? And yeah, what's what's your hopes and dreams for the nine games of cricket and anything beyond? You, you know what? I think it's really good to have certainty about. Um, what team I'm going to be playing in. I think I've struggled quite a lot in the last 10 years, just being very up and down teams. Um, I, you know, probably average like half and half every year for the last 10 years. And I, yeah. I really not settled into a, a position in the side that I can sort of commit to for a whole year because availability and um, needs must and, and form and, you know, all, all these factors, I, I completely understand it. And obviously I'll, play wherever the club need me to play but to actually be captain and have um certainty that I'll be batting at three every week and um is every week Hopefully bowling <laughs> uh, well, yeah. well, it was how it goes I was, I was swinging it a bit in the in the old uh starting balance with the nets but um well, yeah. Yeah. how's the team shaping up sorry mate 
How's the team? Yeah, so I mean, it's always best case scenario in like March, April, when you're thinking about who could be available, and then when you get to July, nobody wants to play. But the list myself and Max put together the other day was was pretty strong, um, given that people. Oh yeah, sorry, Max. Sorry, yeah, I was going to say the dream. The dream eleven leaves a third eleven that you could put out that would more than compete in that second eleven league. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think that's you know not always going to be realistic, but at the same time, yeah. um, with a with a reduced season, with only nine games, you are going to have people who are stuck inside for all this time are going to be desperate to come out and play every week. So it's going to be a bit of a um, unmitigated situation this year where everyone wants to play all the time, and we're going to have a real bit of a headache with the selection committee. But that's why we created a selection committee, isn't it, Max? So we can hide behind the selection committee. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Spread the blame. It's not the blame of an individual. Dom, Dom, what style? What style? You, you got a certain style in your mind? Any any thoughts on that in terms of the, the way your team's going to shape up? Yeah, I, I think it's just all about um, it's all about uh, projecting positivity and just making everyone feel comfortable. Um, I, I've always seen it that perhaps um, I, I've not really succeeded in in the first team like. I could have done because I I struggled to care as much. I think I think it's my Saturday that I'm just trying to enjoy. And when you get chat and when you, you have other teams paying a thousand pounds a season for an overseas player, you just think, what what is the point? Like it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, and and yeah. you've got a guy who plays professional cricket playing against me, who's had thirteen points. I think for me, it's just about projecting that fun back into the team. That perhaps was like lacking last year. I think yeah. it's just about because I think everyone plays their best cricket when they're having fun anyway. Um, if you're under pressure and you're uh, worried yeah. about the result rather than worried about the process, then uh, you know mm. what, what, what are we doing here? It's your Saturday, so I, I think that it's all about just trying to enjoy it. Uh, if we win, then I think you know we're in a good position to win because we've got a good side. Then great. If if it doesn't quite happen, then you know, it's not like everybody's trying to lose. Everyone's always trying to win. I think it's just about having that that mm. comfortable setup where we get young players. Um, you know, like like I said earlier in in the podcast. Um, you know, get, getting them in, and I think a really really great point that James Inglefield made on the last podcast was that if you've got a junior who's played under 15s cricket coming into the team who bats at number five for the under 15s, he should be batting at number five for the twos because that's his position. So I think that was a yeah. great point that James made. Yeah. I mean, that we yeah, us lot always benefited as juniors. We all, yeah. So that, that's what I want to try mm. and do. If, if you've got a guy who comes into the second team who's been playing, uh, I don't know, a couple of years down the line, that, that you know, the, the brilliant work that DJ's been doing with the, the younger kids, and there's an under 13 who's, who's ready for second 11 cricket and he's an opening bowler, I'm going to throw in the new ball. You know, that's, that's his role. So it's all about having players who understand what they're supposed to be doing on a day and not just being a spare part. And that's what I want to integrate mm-hmm. as, as a culture. Um, you know, as much as yeah. that sounds a bit sort of, um, I don't know, um, uh, uh, you know, breaking it down too tactically. I, I just, you know, I just want it to be fun and people to have purpose. That's it. Yeah, it's good. It. Like well, you said, it's not good. a test match, is it? So it's, you're spot on really. Yeah, I think that's great what you do with the juniors. You can get them in. Because it's the only way they learn. It's the, the old cliche, but it generally is. If you you bring them in and bat them at 
who's an opening bat and you bat him at nine and you stick him down, you stick him out in the, the boundary field in. What's he, what's he going for? Exactly, so. exactly that. So you want to keep people interested. Yeah. And, you know, I think some of the senior players, are, are, even if they're, you know, if, if they, one of the one of the older guys is batted at number five all season, he has to drop down a place because we've got a kid coming in. The, I think the understanding's there. People aren't that egotistical. And I think that's, that's yeah. really good about, yeah. about our club, that we have people who can understand that sort of process. And that's what I think all of us are trying to achieve. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, uh, that's something we can look forward to. Um, Dan, I think it's over to you now for the questions from the Over fans. to me. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few questions. Mixed mixed bunch of question, uh, questions. Sorry. Um, first one comes in from a Dominic Smith. Uh, what is the highest and lowest quality of cricket you have participated in for Leeds? The highest and lowest quality of cricket. So that's that's a two pronged question. Um, so, uh, <laughs> that's a tough one. The, the highest quality of bowling that I faced was probably um, that spell bowled by Ashley Ford. I know DJ loves me to bring him up again. Ashley <laughs> Ford and, uh, and Mittal Patel, these players for Captain Wanderers yeah. uh, at their place and. They bowled like seven overs each. I was opening the batting and it was quick. It was aggressive. It was a new ball. Uh, quite a good good pitch. But, you know, I, I got through that period and then the rain came down, stopped me going any further. But I think at least that proved to myself that I, I probably can do it at that level. You know, it gave me a confidence boost. That yeah. I, I can achieve things at that level. I, I just don't think I've quite had the attitude and aptitude to really go further than that. But that, that was quite quite a good um, you know, thing, thing for myself, just mentally to get over. Uh, that that was a high level of cricket that day, definitely. Um, the batting wasn't great, but I got through that that period of bowling. Uh, and he got, you know, they got a few wickets at the other end. And you think, actually, you can do it. You just got to apply yourself a bit better. Um, but yeah, that that was a good opening spell. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like another question? Yeah. Oh, no, I need to go for the lowest yeah. standard of cricket I've played at. Oh, sorry, sorry. Paul. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good question as well, actually. Um, me and Michael Shelton were talking about this off-air, actually, um, earlier today, uh, just about the bits that we've done uh, in midweek cricket on Wednesdays. Um, one, <laughs> one, of them, one of them was an innings where I got 72 off 31, uh, so that couldn't have been a particularly good bowling attack. And Michael Shelton got 11 off 5 and got stumped. And I thought, yeah, <laughs> I can see exactly what type of bowling <laughs> we were facing that day. I think that was... Uh, Stretton and Marlborough Wednesday 11 that's the worst standard nice. average <laughs> age of the team <laughs> must have been 57 plus <laughs> oh the old walling maybe I was got bowled by an 88 nice yeah. little club though Stretton I, I went there last year it's alright there uh, next question is written in from Anonymous uh, has Sammy fixed his boilet yet Question mark. I don't really understand it, but Sammy fixed his boiler. Uh, Sammy did come <laughs> around to look at my boiler and pass me on to one of his mates who came around the other day. Um, current invoice is looking like three and a half thousand pounds. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing some gardening at yeah. the moment in my front room uh, with my bat, and uh, you'll, he'll hear from me at winter probably. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Sammy's taking it <laughs> Um Right, next question 
from uh, B. Davis. Uh, Rumours are circling you are planning to take the twos away to Baravia for a pre-season training Bavaria. Expand. <laughs> Sounds Bravia. like Bavaria, Dan. Malaria. Sony Bravia. <laughs> I wrote it down, but I was half asleep and I was writing it. Yeah, Brav- B- Bavaria. Dan. Bavaria, yeah. So I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me, me, and ben have, uh, me and Ben have come up with this idea that we're going to take the twos to Germany for a, a pre-season uh, team building affair with rock climbing, with uh, uh, abseiling, with, uh, you know, we, 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 we put up one challenge that every morning waking up at um, six o'clock in the morning, everyone has to dress up in full cricket pads and gear and, and run 400 not out um, with uh, Brian Lara's <laughs> image staring over them whilst they do it. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're putting this we're, it's the preliminary discussions at the moment, Dan, but it's something we're looking at. Well, it might have to, it might have to happen next year because, yeah, obviously not much travel going on, mate. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll have to we'll have to look at it logistically, but I think Germany's starting to open up again, so definitely want to look up. Do I have any more questions? Uh, yes. I've got one. Uh, one more question, again, written in from Anonymous. Uh, is it true you're going to be rewarding man of the match with Pilsner? <laughs> uh, I, I, think, I think rewarding uh, man of the match, dick of the day, or any of these uh, events that happen on the cricket field with Pilsner is the only way that... Um, you know anything can really be achieved in life, Dan. So absolutely, yes. Why Pilsner? Why Pilsner? I don't know. The, the Pilsner <laughs> yeah. is not bad at the George. It's better than the cider. What, else, what, what would you suggest? Okay. I know you stole a bottle of rum from there oh, last no, year, didn't you? Tequila. Tequila. Last question: uh, If Leeds and Broomfield did a virtual bingo night, would you be entering a team? <laughs> <laughs> Don Connor was left the chat. <laughs> very good. Oh, very good. Very good. Well, I guess that's the uh we'll call it a day there. Um Domo, thank you for your stories, your research, and your time tonight and what looks like all day today. Uh, there's some great stuff there. I hope you enjoyed the stuff. It's great, great, great to chat, Dom. Really um Really yeah. Fun. yeah, yeah, really enjoyed it, lads. By the way, yeah. fantastic job you're doing with this podcast. Um, and I, I, you know, given the circumstances, it's keeping everyone really sort of, um, you know, with a cricket head on and looking forward to the season. So keep up the good work. I've got nothing but positive reviews. Mm-hmm. Leave that in, Chris. Hundred um, <laughs> percent. Yeah, we'll put that. Yeah, to leave the top. that in. <laughs> yeah, that could be our new jingle <laughs> music. Um, <laughs> right, that. All that leaves is for us to say goodbye then. Uh, Dan, say goodbye. Thank you for having me on the uh, trip down Burby Lane. Chris. Thank you for having me. Uh, Domo, good night, and it's good night for me. We're out. Mm-hmm.